I do believe that uh, it's it's about time where you know the face of the league could be uh, someone that's international and not someone that's from from mm-hmm. uh, from America. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Three Balls Podcast. My name is Ismain, one of your three hosts for the show. In this episode, we talk about Luka Doncic's rise to dominance in the NBA, who's been the MVP this far, and the future face of the league. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Alright, welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Three Balls Podcast. We have the whole crew. We got Salvi, we got Ryan, and myself as main. We're in third episode, boys. How you guys hey, feeling? Hey. Is, is that our thing now? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yeah, that's it. it can be. Do you guys games. like it, though? I like it. You have, yeah. a, you have a good, uh, you know, like a cadence to it, the way you say it. <laughs> it's welcome, catchy. welcome, welcome. It's catchy. <laughs> that's the point, boys. So how you guys feeling? How's, how's, your, how's, your, how's your week? It's good. It's good. Yeah, it's being busy, you know? Shooting yeah. some hoops all week. Um, took a nice injury to the head, but yeah, it's okay. I see that. I see that. I see that scar. You look like made the, you smarter. You know, brow the AD. I just made him smarter. You know? Yeah, yeah. Sh- shock to the head, and he's like, you know, Einstein. Yeah, huh? yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Yeah. Same, just sore, sore all over. You know, ball is life. We ball talk ball, life, we man. play ball. You know? Yeah, we live ball, we we die yeah. ball, and uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> we shoot, we shoot our shot. Most of them don't go in. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> How did you guys think the uh, last episode went? It's good. It's good. I thought we brought some statistics, which was nice. You know, mm-hmm. we talked about um, a diverse range of players. We had our input. It was good. It was yeah. good. Yeah, I, I think it, we, we talked about, we covered what's going on in the NBA right now. Uh, the, the whole point of this uh, podcast is for us to be able to have interesting conversations, right? Exactly. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna try to do more of that and try to bring like a different perspective to our podcast, um, to these episodes for uh, people our listeners to enjoy. Exactly. Uh, we don't want to be like an, another generic pot basketball podcast. We want right. to be so, someone who goes into does something different. What that difference is, we don't know, we don't know yet. We're right. still trying to figure that yeah. out and trying to see what people like and what we enjoy talking about. I exactly. think that's, yeah, that's, that's really that, important. That's the intent, right? Yeah. So, what did you think, Ismail? Yeah, I thought I thought that it went great. I think uh, definitely from the first episode, we, we cut it down to 45 minutes <laughs> instead of an hour and, hour and 20 minutes. Yo, um, if people who actually sat through that, I know yeah, some people who did. I know. I, those thank of you. Did, yeah, thank you thank so much. Yeah, we you guys really appreciate you guys are the, day ones. <laughs> yeah, I don't even. I don't even think I sit through like a professionally produced podcast for that long. Yeah, but definitely not. We really um, appreciate. Yeah, that. so I think our dope. timing was really great uh, yeah. from 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 our uh, first episode. Um, I think we had, there was a good synergy between all of us. Uh, we didn't cut each other off, and we all had good things to say. And um, I think uh, there was a good flow with, with all of our conversations. So I think overall, um, it was good. But obviously, we can get better, uh, yeah. and hopefully, this episode uh, will be we a little get better. better. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, let's, let's dive into yeah. it. Um, I think all of us can, you know, agree. And uh, being watching, been watching NBA for the last, you know, seventeen games, so we can all attest that. Right now, our favorite player, other than LeBron James, would be Luka Doncic. My favorite player, period, is Luka Doncic because <laughs> Steph Curry's not playing. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, so you know, we wanted to talk about um, Luka uh, for this episode and just how uh, he's been so dominant in, in, in the league yeah. so far. Um, he's putting up stellar numbers, like almost triple double. Uh, he's in the you know conversation in, in the MVP race. I think that's a, that's a huge uh, element yeah. uh, to why. 
we want to talk about him. Wait, how uh, old is he again? He's only 20 years old. He's 20 Holy years old. Christ. He's That's a like kid. a baby, like, man. Like, we can officially say he's a kid. He's a kid. <laughs> yeah, like, we're men, this but he's a kid. kid. <laughs> oh. That is crazy. He's a big kid. He's a big kid. Um, but yeah, you know, he, uh, I think he has a really interesting story and in how he came to the league. And um, I think over, over time, I think even from last year, he, he earned a lot of a lot of people's respect around the league. And I think he's a, he's a definitely an interesting topic to talk about. What do you guys think? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So um, what, what impressed you about what, What's impressed you guys about him the most so far? Well, I told you, like, from the last episode, right, um, that his, what surprised me the most is he, the way he's able to carry his, uh, his demeanor from his last season and carry on to this season. And not only, not only did he did that, but he also improved. He, I think he went up, uh, four or five points, um, and then uh, racking up three more assists and, and, you know, pretty much averaging triple double right now. Damn near triple Right? So he's right behind LeBron and, and league assist. Like, that is insane. He's top, I think, top three in, in, in points scoring. So, um, just the this is the way he's able to carry the Dallas the Dallas Mavericks, uh, you know, coming from a, a, a team that's not in a, in a contender in the playoffs to right now in, in the fifth or sixth seed, right? So I think that is really impressive. He's doing that all by himself. Uh, of course, Chris Kristaps Porzingis is is one of the you know key key factors yeah. to why they've been successful. But I think if you look at a player from top to bottom, he he embodies that excellence from from all categories. So yeah. that's why. Uh, right now, that's why he's been my he's my, my ultimate favorite for for the league. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I think Luca was definitely projected to be one of the top players from the start. I think uh, from the moment he was drafted, his European style of play it definitely resonates well in the NBA um, with his lankiness, the, his ability to shoot, pass, handle the ball. Um, he's a very smart player. One thing that I thought was spectacular is yeah. his high level of basketball yeah. IQ at yeah. such a young age. And I've only seen a player like LeBron who's actually brought that level of IQ right. at a young age. And it goes back to his um, his idol going up, growing right. up, right? He, his yeah. idol was LeBron James mm-hmm. growing up. He, yeah. he admired his game you know, towards his, his game, right? So uh, I think that plays a huge factor. And, uh, and yeah, he's a, such a cerebral player. He's able to not only make himself more efficient, but also make others better. Yeah, and the thing is, he's not a flashy player. He's not one of those players that comes and does those highlight plays, like right. Derrick Rose or LeBron. I, it, I wouldn't agree with that. In the sense, but yeah. let me finish, yeah. right? In the sense that he runs the game really smoothly, right? Mm. He, when I say European style of play, it, there's a lot of fundamentals in it. Yeah, he has his flashiness, the, you know, the nice three-pointers that he throws up and the, the passes, the Euro steps mm-hmm. he has, but... Relate that to like a standard D one number one pick overall player like an you know Andrew Wiggins was projected to go or how LeBron kind of came into the league right. dominated. He's not flashy in that. Like sense. he didn't have a hype coming around to the this league. athleticism. You know, like Zion Williamson, mm-hmm. how his hype came in from his right, right, right. monstrosity, <clears throat> right? How he yeah. can just dominate the paint, dunk on you, right? You know, have a highlight play every night. Luca doesn't need to do that. I just feel right. like he comes in, he plays his game, he does his couple of highlight passes here and there, but he brings that fundamental into the game. Right. And he makes his teammates a lot better. And he's not the most athletic guy either. Yeah. No, that's, no. What, that's what separates yeah. him from a lot of other people. I, I think what I personally love about Luca is he's not... He, he puts up numbers like LeBron, but he's not like LeBron. Yeah. 
right? Like, okay, fine. In in the sense of like, yeah, he's a great passer and a very smart player. He's like LeBron, right? But he's not athletic like LeBron exactly, was, yeah. right? Um, but he's at the same time, he's also like James Harden, but he's not exactly like James Harden, mm-hmm. right? Those step back threes, the the way he like drives and dishes, right. those are all very James James Harden esque. But when you if, when you look at James Harden do it, it's very uh, stiff. You know, and it's very predictable. You know, James is gonna right. like because that's a signature move. As, you know, he's gonna yeah. step back, yeah. or he's gonna go and draw a foul, right. or he's gonna dish it, or right. he's gonna lob it. Right, right. That's James Harden. It's very predictable. Right. Luca does almost the same thing, but that's where I disagree with Ryan. He's but he has a certain amount of flash and smoothness to it, right? right? And that's where I compare him to my favorite, my all-time favorite player, Steph Curry. Steph Curry right? The flash that Steph plays mm-hmm. with, I see that in Luka. When I'm mm-hmm. when he's playing, I see not not the athletic flash, right. but the, just the game. Like he'll it, he'll like do some crazy move and pass it to the side. Um right. and his passing and the way he steps back like James Harden but adds a little bit of flair to it. Right, right. And so the, you, you think he's box office? Like he box office. I think he's absolutely player. box office and the Got joy it. he plays with, the, yeah. the same joy you see Steph Curry play with, like yeah. that, like you know, see, that kid I, vibe and the yeah, joyousness. Yeah, I see the similarities in the personalities. Yeah. The similarities in yeah, the personality. Yeah. Just the, that that kiddish look, exactly. and the face that he has, and like the way he smiles, the way he laughs about things, the way he jokes around with other other players in the league. And there's a the reason way, for that. He is a kid. Right, yeah, he he is a kid. he's a kid. Yeah. Well, he's, he's having fun, right? Yeah. He's playing well, right. he's having fun. And it shows, and it shows the way he plays as well, right? Yeah. In, yeah. in the court, um, how he is with his teammates. He's actually having having a good time doing it. And the and the the crazy thing about it is he's he's doing it with such ease. It does, it feels like he's been in the league for at least six, seven years. Like he's yeah. he, he sort of looks like a vet. You he know does. what I'm saying? Like yeah. he has that aura about him that he's he's been here before. He's he he doesn't shy away, shy away from the big moments. He's he's willing to take the ball and take over the games, right? So, um, I think that's what separates him from like a lot of other players, especially the rookies. In, in, in well, I mean, there is a reason for it because if you think about it, he technically is a vet, and I don't know why scouts would not pick it up at, at that time, but he. Yeah. He came ready to the league because he's been playing pro with grown men. Yeah, since he was thirteen, since he was thirteen, old. thirteen, 13 years, years old. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's the reason when he came into the league, um, and people are questioning it now. Like, why didn't we see this before? Right. He was he was ready for this. He was yeah. he already came in as a finished product. Exactly. But he's I mean he's obviously not finished yet. His prime is yet to come. Yeah. But he was way more NBA ready 100%. than every other player in his draft class. And we're seeing what the, the product of that right now right. Uh, and how he's dominating and how he's playing like he's as if he's been in the league for seven eight years yeah exactly. he's playing as if he's like a 25 26 27 oh, year old and, while he's only 20 exactly and mind you that he actually won a mvp award in, in the euro league in the euro league which is um, the second best league in the world it's not like a, yeah it's not it's a not scrub a, league it's a scrub like, league exactly yeah, this is a legitimate league right so um and and in his first year he won rookie of the year and now he's I can't believe there's a discussion around him being the MVP in his second year. Yeah. As a 20 he, year old. he has a high IQ and right? he has so, a lot of maturity in him at 20 years old. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Saying, right? And, and that's why it's such a it's such a shock for everyone because someone that's coming from a Europe league uh, hasn't been able to dominate in such a short amount of time and the way he was able to carry himself and, and put himself in a position where uh, he's able to succeed. And I also, you know, hats off to the Dallas Mavericks coaches and, and the system that, that he plays in. He, it allows him to do that um, and it allows him to propel into a into a higher degree, right? So, yeah, um, yeah and uh, let's, let's, let's dive into, like, how he came about. Like, how we even, you know, what's, what's the... Uh, trajectory that he, he came from and now where he is at right now. Maybe we can dial it, dial it back a little bit to to go back into his past and see um, how Luca came about what Luca is today. 
What do you guys think? Yeah. Um, so, Ryan, you want to go on that? Yeah, so uh, Luca coming into the league uh, at age 19, right, out of Slovenia. He played uh, at With Real Madrid, Real Madrid yeah. right, which was, and I think that goes to show, like, when you're already playing for a Premier Europe League club, uh, I think it just goes to show, like, you, you have a maturity to your game, but when you come into the NBA, how does that translate, right? Yeah. And I think a lot of scouts, what they didn't recognize is, yeah, he's a talented kid. Yeah, he's got the size. Yeah, he can shoot. He can dribble the ball, whatever. But how does he react to certain defenses that come at him? The NBA, their defense is a lot more pressuring than Europe. I think the European game is a lot more aggressive. For, it's more say. technical. It's more technical. And mm-hmm. I think they play more aggressive. They're more lenient towards fouls, as NBA calls them nowadays, is right. what I'm saying. Right. Um, so coming in, how does that kind of translate over? And a number of European players who have came in, you'll see like the Ricky Rubios yeah. came in. Brandon Jennings played uh, in China, I believe, or Europe. Uh, there's a number of players that came throughout the European I think, I think a prime example would be Manu Ginobili. Manu Ginobili. Look how skilled he is. He's not right the now. most athletic guy. He's not the most fastest guy. Right. But he's able to do certain uh, things in the court <laughs> that really impacts the game. Mm-hmm. And right. he played he played the best in his role. Yeah. Um, and I think when when you come from a Europe league, when you have that uh, foundation of how you're taught as, as a basketball player mm-hmm. from that league, it, it, it only acts positively when you come to the NBA. Um, and I think that's what's it's been it's been shown what Luca's been able to do well, because he, of that. He's definitely keeping up with the trends of the league, right? In yeah. terms of the three point shooting, being able to be a diverse player, mm-hmm. rebound the ball, uh, create plays for his team. Right? right? We talked about the James Harden, the Steph Curry comparisons. Yeah. If you're not doing that at his size, you uh-huh. could struggle in the NBA potentially, yeah. right? No, and, for sure. And he's definitely worked that through, and now he's up at the top as an MVP candidate only in his second year, 16 games in. Yeah, unreal. Yeah. Unreal. unreal. And, like, I used to, I used to say this uh, with all of my friends before. Um, so with my fantasy league, I would never pick any European white guys <laughs> because they're very injury-prone. And if you play fantasy, you know you need players healthy. You yep. need players that, that, that can deliver every night and night out. So I have this... I had this um, in a theory that I, I would, if I'm playing fantasy, I will never pick white European guys. <laughs> but Luca, I've been picking Luca for the last two years, and man, it has paid off dividends. I'm so happy that I picked him every single year because he's been giving me triple doubles now, left yeah. and right. Uh, so he he turned that um, you know uh, theory around for me. Um, but yeah, it's it's crazy now. Luca has became uh, become the second um, second player in the NBA history to re- uh, record um, to uh, two thousand points, uh, five hundred rebounds, and five hundred assists before their ninetieth career game. That Ooh, is insane. Spectacular. It took only eighty eight games for Luca to do that. Eighty eight oh, games. Man. To add some perspective, the only person to do that faster than uh, him was um, Oscar Robinson, and who did it in sixty six games. So in all, to say that who was also older than who was also older, older than him, right? Much older. Yeah. So, so in all, is to say that he's actually not that great. <laughs> I'm, kidding, I'm, kidding, I'm, kidding, I'm kidding. But yeah, all the Luca yeah. Luca Legion is gonna come at you. Yeah. So do you guys think MVP candidate thus far? Yeah. Um. I think okay, let's uh, let's let's look down the categories of the MVP candidates first, right? We have um, you know, we have Giannis for sure. Uh, we have uh, LeBron, we have Harden, we have, um, uh, we have uh, I would say Pascal Siakam, uh, for sure Pascal Siakam, and uh, I think Nicola is up there as well, in, in my opinion. Um, yeah, like, I think, I, think, I think those are the 
those are the candidates I would say uh, currently in seventeen along with Luca uh, seventeen game along of the Luka. season. Yeah, of course, Luca. But if we were to compare the list for the for the for the seven, you know, individuals, uh, I don't know how. Where would you where, where would you rank Salvi? Uh, I think I would have Luca. I was gonna say second, but no, I'll say third. I love Luca third for now uh, because okay. have you seen what Giannis did last night? Fifty <clears throat> points, right? Yeah. But is, is that off recent bias? It's not off recent because Giannis has been keeping up those numbers for for a while now, and even okay. before yesterday, I would still pick Giannis okay. for now, uh, in, mostly because he's in the East and right. he's uh, his team is first in the in the East, right? Uh, Luca's Dallas is still third or fourth, right. and. If he can sustain these numbers, and if Giannis slips off a little, right. then maybe Luca gets an edge. But even before that, I would still have to put LeBron over Luca for now. I agree. Yeah. I know you agree. <laughs> but <laughs> not not biased. But from, from a from an objective standpoint, I feel like um, Lakers are more dominant, and LeBron has a lot to do with it right now. Right. Um, he is averaging the most assists in the league. And what, in his 17th year? He's in his 17th year, right? Yeah, 17th year, 17th season. Man, that's crazy. In his 17th year, averaging, having one of his best years ever, his scoring hasn't dropped off too much. He's still averaging 25 25 points a game. And he's averaging 11 assists a game. And the Lakers are top in the the West, the loaded West. They're on a seven game, or is it, did they play last night? But what they're on a winning streak of seven right. seven games, yeah. and their record only has two losses on their name. Right. They're looking like a juggernaut, and LeBron is playing better defense this year. 100%. Um, and as I said, LeBron is a big reason why. So when you comp- uh, when you consider team success plus individual success, I would I would still have to put LeBron and Giannis over Luca for now. 100%. But you never know if Luca goes into a run and Dallas ends up as third seed, yeah. or even if he stays, even if they stay as a fourth seed, but Luca. Puts up even more crazy numbers because yeah. he seems like it seems like he's almost getting better every single day. Right. Every single game he plays, he, he does something new and yep. he, he puts up even like gaudy more gaudy numbers. Right. So That's if right. he keeps this up and Giannis is a little a little, more, a little bit of a, a slippage, right. I can see Luca being the youngest MVP. This year, right. it's how, how how that's possible. I don't know. Me at twenty, I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not that. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. No. Here's here's my thing. Right. I, I, the way I think about MVP, uh, the way NBA thinks about the MVP is different. So MVP. Now you can look at it from a individual accolade perspective, or you can look at it from a team's perspective. Now the way NBA looks at it is if your if your team is is doing great that means and if you're the best player in that team mm-hmm. you're most likely projected to win the mvp now if i were to ask you guys just from an individual perspective who's been the best so far forget standings forget um records like forget anything just from an individual you know performance this far the 17th game of the season who do you guys think is the best player james harden yeah, I would have to yeah. pick James. It's actually crazy. We didn't even. I didn't even consider him in the MVP pick. Yeah. No, because yeah. that he's he plays in a system, right? It's uh-huh. a different style of play. But what's right. your definition of an MVP? Then you were saying. Yeah, so I would say my definition of it's, it's a bit of both. It's it's you're the best player. Of course, you have to be the best player in the best team. Uh, but also, I think if you're if you're giving this as a as a single award to a to an individual, it should be so 
strictly for your performance, uh, like individual performance, not your team success. Because you could be the best player, but you're you don't have those right pieces around you to propel you to to have a have a higher standings. So to me, MVP should be just based on your perf- uh, individual performance, not your team's performance. But it has changed over the years. It's, it's, it's been kind of yin and yang with, with, you know, when Russell Westbrook got it and then the next season Harden got it. It didn't make sense. So the narrative about MVP, it's, it's kind of like a, uh, that's, a that's, that's, that's a debate for another, you know, another, another day. But, um, but yeah, what do you think, Ryan? Like your, your, your take on the MVP. So you got to give your pick. Who's your pick? Who's my pick uh, for the MVP? LeBron, of course. That's, <laughs> that's, uh, that's, 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 that's not a question. Okay. Um, okay. So I, I see what you're saying, mm-hmm. and I, I agree that definitely in terms of the MVP award, it does not necessarily mean that you are the best player in the league, right? But the MVP stands for most valuable player. Yeah. Uh, how are you valuable to the league, to your specific team, and are you winning for them, Right. right? And I understand, like, a guy like Giannis compared to Harden, the team dynamic's different, the pieces around them are different, the coaching is different. And therefore, it replicates to the number one, Giannis' team being the number one in the league last year, him winning MVP, him, again, number one in the MVP rankings. Uh, But here's the thing. I still personally think that the impact is the factor onto a team. And although I see that Luka's... Killing it. Mm-hmm. His team is doing amazing at 11-5. Mm-hmm. and five. Right. Great. The Dallas Mavericks totally, totally turned around. Yeah. It is still too early to say that Luka is potentially an MVP. Right. I think that there has to be a consistency that goes on. And I don't mean a consistency the way Harden and Russell Westbrook play just to get the stats up there. Right, right. I mean a consistency <clears throat> in how you contribute on the floor to make your teammates better and help your team win. Fair enough. And I think that, yes, I do agree that Harden, <clears throat> talent-wise, is probably the best player. Right. right? In terms of just one-on-one, talent. just pure talent. Right. Um, one-on-one best player, not a fine. team. Yeah. Team. In, yeah. But yeah. I don't think he's the most valuable player. And neither mm-hmm. do I think that Luka is the most valuable player. I think he's a young guy up and coming. Yes, I do agree he's a candidate for MIP, right. which is most improved player from last year, right. potentially, him and Siakam. But I do believe right now that the two guys that stand out to me are Giannis and LeBron. Right. Hands down. 100%. Um, Giannis has improved from last year, by the way. Right. Which now, is crazy. Actually, I would like to go back on my saying by saying that LeBron is the MVP. The reason why, I, I'm, I only said that because I'm, I'm a little biased. I'm a biased LeBron fan. If you but, guys, if you but, guys remember from first episode, uh, <laughs> Azmain's a huge LeBron fan boy. Huge. <laughs> <laughs> but, but with that being said, now, when you brought up the uh, the impact that a player has on on a team, mm-hmm. that made me sort of rethink uh, my decision on who I want, who who I think will be the MVP for the season. Uh, I'm not saying LeBron doesn't have an. Of course, LeBron has the most <coughs> impact in the team. But if I look at it in in the sense that if we were to take off, let's say Harden, off of Houston Rockets right now, I think Houston will still make the playoffs. If you take LeBron off Lakers, I think Lakers will Lakers still make the playoffs. Like mm-hmm. But if you take Giannis yeah. off the no Milwaukee chance. Bucks, there's no absolutely chance. no chance. Well, I mean, the they're in the East. I mean, but, I mean, yeah, but comparatively, but yeah. still, let's like say, I'm talking about the impact. The East. I'm talking about the impact, the impact that you have as an individual player because he doesn't have a second star. No, like it's a dual league team. 
but he doesn't have another superstar, so a second superstar, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so for those reasons, I would I would pick Giannis um, in terms of my MVP, quote unquote, my definition of my MVP. But from a league standpoint, it's 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 whoever uh, gets the best record and whoever is the best player on that team. Yeah, yeah, and you can always add in a name like Jokic, for example. We're forgetting he's mm-hmm. the Nuggets are at the top of the league right now. He's playing like an MVP candidate. Yeah. Um, and again, adding on to your point, if you take him off that team, right. Are they a contender? Right, right? exactly. And, and Denver, I can say no. Exactly. Jokic, right? exactly. So that's what I see MVP. I think of the impact that one player makes. Yeah. And it, that's why I I personally think that your individual stats and your individual performance don't always say the full story of how good you really are. Just think about someone like Devin Booker, for example. He was putting up amazing numbers oh, yeah. throughout the year throughout the past few years yeah, I, I don't league. know fantasy so I know yeah, yeah but he <laughs> had crazy. no impact on his team's wins so yeah, ju- someone like Andrew Wiggins before this year I mean yeah he's, he's improved but before this year he was putting up gaudy scoring numbers but nothing else and no impact to the team right, right. so yeah the most valuable player as Ryan mentioned impact I think has, has to be the most important because you might say okay Russell Westbrook averaged a triple double all these years but would you ever pick him as a better point guard over Steph Curry Steph Curry's numbers might not have been on par with Russell Westbrook, no. but his efficiency, his impact, exactly. the way he exactly. elevates everyone else around him, 100%. that made him a better player. 100%. So, so individually, I even though your numbers might not be as great as someone else, right. you can tell who's having a better impact. Just like Harden, he's averaging 37, 38 points a game, which yeah. is amazing. No one except for Wilt has ever done that. And when right. you're right. when you're in the conversation for something with Wilt you know you're doing something great. Right. But still, I don't see that impact from him. Like, if he was really that impactful, they, they could have taken down Golden State last year without KD. Right. But they lost both games five and six without KD. Okay. And that's where you saw someone like Steph who doesn't put up uh, gaudy <laughs> numbers me. like Harden. Right. But you can see he's clearly the better player. Right. Like, no matter what anyone else tells me, Steph is a better player when compared to Harden. Right. Yeah. In terms of impact in the team. In terms of impact in the team. Yeah. And I think I'm that like, really shows your value to the team. When you yeah. sh- when you show your value, it's not really mm-hmm. the stats. It's how yeah. you're impacting the team. Right, right, right. right. Now, now, if uh, if I were to just say, um, if you had to pick top 10, like top 10 MVP, you know. Those are top five. I think top 10 would be too hard. Too, too hard. Okay, those are top 10, five yeah. then. Yeah. Those are top five. Top five, go, Salvi. Top five, uh, MVP or players? MVP. MVP Order, candidates? Yeah. Okay, so I already mentioned. Uh, Giannis, LeBron. LeBron. Um, Second, LeBron. Third, I might just give... Actually, no. Uh, Okay. Not MVP. I'll do do who I think the best players are. Okay. Giannis, LeBron, Kawhi. Okay. Pick Kawhi as fourth. I I pick Kawhi as third. Mind you, this is without Steph and KD in the the league right now. Okay. So, Giannis, LeBron, Kawhi. um, Harden, fourth. And then I'll uh, pick Luka as a top five player right now. Okay, fair enough. Okay. What about you, Ryan? Interesting. interesting. Um, So my number one, yeah, would be Giannis. I would, followed by LeBron James. Okay. I think uh, Harden is uh, my third pick. And I'm going to go and throw a wild card here, but I I put Pascal Siakam up there as fourth best player in the NBA. I think he's... Ahead of Luka? Magnificent. Yes, I don't think that... You think Siakam's better than Luka I right now? I think Siakam carried no, a Raptors I, 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 team. It, this is about the whole, it's about the whole, whole season. Not, yeah, not just, not we're not talking about right now. We're talking no, about like... I, I'm talking over an 82-game season, yeah. not over a 16-game season. Yeah. And I, I do believe Luka is talented, 
but I don't think he's able to contain this uh, dominance level for 82 games unless the Dallas Mavericks somehow become the top best teams in the league. Yeah, but do, do you think Siakam's going to carry that on? I think Siakam games? can carry that on, yes, because his game is not as flashy as Luka's. It's very fundamental, uh, but we can go I into mean, that he... on another episode. Uh, but go, moving on, I also think that uh, one of the top players, yeah, Kawhi, I would put up there as well. So um, that's your number four now? That was, so I had yes, you had, you... I had uh, Giannis, I had LeBron, I had Harden, I had Siakam, and I had Kawhi at five. Okay. Cool. Uh, for, for me, it would be Giannis first. Uh, second would be LeBron. Uh, third would be Luca. Uh, fourth would be James Harden. Um, and fifth would be, I want to say, Kawhi Leonard. Because I think we're underestimating how um, how Kawhi is going to do in the, in the next few um, you know, games. Uh, not, not just in the next few games, but throughout the season. And I think Clippers are going to have a Unbelievable record. Uh, I think they they could be top three in, in, in the Western. I, I think it's just um, it's just really annoying how Kawhi, as great he as he is, mm-hmm. uh, it just gets overshadowed because of this whole load management thing. Exactly. Yeah. And I think it is his fault. I'm not saying that oh it's a media's fault. No, it is right. his fault. You should sure. not be not sure. being load managed this early into the season. You're 28 years old. Like, you should not be taking. Games off on your on your on the fourth day of your like uh, Kawhi could have easily established himself as the best player in the league this year. Yeah, but yeah. I also feel yeah. like that the team he's on, right? It, mm. There's there's so many scores on that team. Mm. Paul Lou Will. George, Lou Will. Yeah. I don't think like last year his dominance it was there for the Raptors because he was the number one go to guy. But now you have him as like he could be a one A, he could be a one B. Uh, Lou Will could come and score thirty off the bench. So I just feel like that's why. And he's in L.A., La La Land. Yeah. LeBron's there too. AD's yeah. there. So there's a lot of these factors that play in to why he's not hyped up as much this year. Yeah, I mean, um, if you come to LeBron's kingdom, you're not gonna get. You're not gonna yeah, get. So <laughs> these are these are factors, right? And also, he doesn't have the persona as well, right? So um, I think, uh, yeah, let's let's dive into a different topic now. I think uh, maybe we can um, dive into the future face of the NBA. Um, I think we. For the last two decades, I think it, the face has been the LeBron James. <laughs> uh, and there's no, I mean, there's, it's not even close who the next person is. Yeah, Steph. So, uh, I, would, no, I would say it's no. close. I, I think, I think 2016, 2016 onwards. I think 2016, there was a period where uh, a lot of fans were able to relate to him because because he's a, he looks like a kid. He has like that kid <laughs> demeanor. And like a lot of kids can relate to him. And because, he was considered the best player in 2016. Yeah, and, and, uh, yeah exactly. He did yeah. dominate that. For year. sure. No, no, no knock on that. But I'm talking about if you had to like look at the total decade, like, you know, you were from, from 2003 till 20, 2013. It's been it's been LeBron's era for the last two eras, right? Yeah. So, um, so that. now, so now, <laughs> let's jump into talking about the face of the NBA. Now we've seen LeBron dominate the league for about the last two decades or so, um, and we're let's get into the, into a moment where LeBron retires and who's going to be the next face of the NBA. Uh, what do you guys think? Um, okay, so that's a, that's an interesting topic to get into. There are, uh, obviously, like, well, we can't really see the future yet to see exactly who's, like, going to come up after this. Unless but... you're that's a raven. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was my job, man. <laughs> um, 
Nickelodeon shout out, but yeah. um, sponsor us, please. <laughs> I had to doubt it. But yeah, so it's uh, it's gonna be, it's hard hard to tell without seeing who comes up in the future. But if maybe if not um, like far down the line, but even like three four years down the line, you have a few very good candidates, and we just talked about two of them um, like a lot. Giannis and Luca. I feel like those two are the very obvious faces, but we also can't yet discount the current superstars. Right. You still have Kawhi, who's only 28. Uh, but uh, as a player, he might be one of the best, but his persona is maybe not that suited to being the face of the NBA. But you still have Steph Curry, who <clears throat> still hasn't shown what he can do without KD or if he can get back to that form mm-hmm. that he was at without KD. And Steph's game is very well suited to last him until he's 35, 36 years old. Um, because he doesn't need that athleticism to uh, to be like dominant. So there are those two. KD is still there. And these guys could still dominate the league three, four years down the line. Like They're not done, I, uh, even though KD has a significant injury. But if I had to put my money on it, I would say it would be Giannis. Um, because yeah. he is he's dominating right now. He's still really young. And he's still coming up. And he's way more athletic than Luca is. Um, and he has, he also has that personality, like that dog mentality that people in, in the States really look for that you want someone who's like, who's like that fierce competitor. Um, who, cause I, that's how the American, I think, players ident- identify themselves as, like that fierce player right. who've grown very up. Very competitive. Very competitive, mm-hmm. who've grown up through hardships and came through that to be this basketball player. And I think a lot of them see that about Giannis. While Luca, they might not see him in that way. Even though he has that flash and that flair to go with it. So he'll be up there too. I feel like maybe they'll, they'll be back and forth and sharing, or maybe they might share that future face of the league. Right. But right now, I, can, I, I think I would pick Giannis to be the next face more than Luca. But Luca definitely, based on what he's doing right now, he could easily be the best player and the face of the league yeah. very soon. Uh, see how his game improves. Like he's already, he's 20 and he's already really good. So let's see how his game yeah. improves. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think if I were to be more specific, I guess. Uh, I'm looking in the time span of when LeBron, LeBron retires, right? So now if LeBron retires within, let's say, within five years-ish, right? And that's also pushing it. That He'll be like 40 at that time, right? And I think one of his goals is to play with his son. So by the time he's 38, maybe his son will enter the league. Now, <clears throat> now the reason why I don't think it's going to be Kawhi or Steph mm-hmm. or Katie is because they've already hit their prime. Yeah. They're in their, like, they're in their 30s now. But Steph is, I think, is, is approaching his 30s. He's 31. He's 31, yeah, sorry. He's yeah. 31, and yeah. Katie's already 30, and, and Kawhi will be 30. So they've already hit their prime, and I think they're going to stay for another maybe six, seven years. So I don't think you can look at them as, as someone that can be in the face of the, of, of the league. Because to be the face of the league, you have to do it for multiple years. Yeah. And, 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 I have, and you know, LeBron will stay stick around for another five years, right? So that already eliminates them from that discussion. So I'm talking about the younger players, like younger players. So I, I agree. I actually do agree with your point that Giannis has a, has a legitimate chance to be the, uh, the face of the NBA. He's only 24. He, uh, he just got a Nike deal. He just won the MVP. He's killing it this season. Just scored fifty last night. I mean, he's off the charts, and I, I do believe that uh, it's it's about time where, you know, the face of the league could be uh, someone that's international and not someone that's from from mm-hmm. uh, from America. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you think, Ryan? Yeah. Um, so when I look at the face of the league, um, 
kind of adding on to what Esmaine was saying that, yes, Kawhi, Anthony Davis, um, James Harden, KD, Steph, they're all at their primes and they're all approaching 30 onwards. Um, and I do believe that LeBron <coughs> is right now the face of the league. But I also disagree that LeBron will not be the face of the league at age 40. I feel like he will decline. He will rest more. He will let other players take on that load, similar to Jordan. He wasn't the best player. So he won't be the face of the league for the next five years. He may play for five years. doesn't necessarily mean he will be the face. Exactly. Similar to Jordan, similar to Kobe near the end. Right. So everyone, age, right? Age gets them. It makes sense. Right? He wants to play with his son, but I don't think he'll dominate at this level till 40. Maybe I give LeBron another two to three years to be the face of the league. Fair. Okay? But when I look at someone who's going to dominate at a, such a young age, by the way, Giannis is the same age as us uh, on this podcast. We're doing a podcast. He's MVP. <laughs> so, I mean, put it into perspective. Yeah. We're, we're three hey, young guys. Okay? Don't worry. You're the MVP of this podcast. <laughs> oh, you're the real MVP, man. You're the real MVP. But um, when, I, when I look at Giannis, I think that... Uh, a young player that's dominating already, who's winning ball games, but then he's getting better and improving more and more. Yeah. Um, and yes, he has flaws to his game, but he brings this like hybrid of a big guy that can ball handle, that can literally come end to end, take two steps from the three point line, dunk he, it on your face. The force just, that he has is super dominant. Right. And and the thing is, he's entertaining to watch because of his personality. And when I also think the face of the league. I also think your persona. I don't think that guys just based off of their basketball talent are going to get it. Yes, persona matters, but I'm talking about a hybrid of both. Yeah. You talk about Jordan, right? Yes, he was playing in a time where he played against Bird, Magic Johnson. These guys were named the best. But Jordan brought this cockiness, this arrogance to his game where you come down, you'd be like, I want to lock him down. I want to make sure I contain him. Yeah. But you can't. Right, and this is why. Sorry to cut you off, yeah. but this is why um, Jordan and LeBron has changed the league because Jordan made the league global. LeBron made it mobile, and I don't know if what Giannis is gonna do in the future. But if he's able to change the league in a way where uh, it only goes in a, in a positive trajectory, then he will be the face of the league. I actually think Giannis is gonna make this league global. Uh, the league global. When I say that, I'm saying the NBA has talked about expansion. This is a different topic. Mm-hmm, right. But we talked about expanding to outside of the United States and outside of Canada, of course. And I think Giannis can bring that. By, by global, I mean uh, Jordan made it a known brand. Who's like what NBA is. <laughs> of course. Because of Jordan, people knew what basketball was. Uh, p- people got into basketball because of Jordan. And then LeBron just made it more mobile for yeah. players to... Right. Well, I mean, uh, it, it, go going to Ryan's point, I think... <clears throat> Players like Giannis and Luca, yeah. Jordan brought the game, the recognition of the game to the world. Yeah. But I think players like Luca and Giannis are gonna make people want to play the game and, and maybe watch, pros. watch it more, watch it more, yeah. and become pros. And 100%, yeah. like now that there are so many international players that are coming up, yeah. we forgot about Joel Embiid. Yeah. He's he's also young. He's he has a persona for the face of the league. Um, if he, he does, he's funny. He's he jokes debatable, around. Debatable. But if he managed to dominate the way like we expect LeBron and Jordan to dominate, yeah. he could be the face of the league too. And all these international guys who are about to become the face of the league, like imagine how many people Manu Ginobili, not just being a six man, like an amazing six man at that, but just being a six man, how many right. people he inspired to play. This guy like Yao Ming, how many people in China plays yeah. because of him? Now, if you have the face yeah. of the league. 
yeah. being an international kid from Greece or from um, Slovenia or wherever, Argentina, China, wherever it is, right. it's going to grow it even more. And that's the lasting mm-hmm. impact they're going to have. On 100%. 100%. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, I think that's why that's why um, international players are, are, are more impactful now than ever because uh, now a lot of eyes are on the NBA now. And like People have different leagues in different countries now. You have the FIBA World Basketball, right? You have the Europe League. You have the, you have the Slovenia League. You have the you know African League. So there's so many leagues that's going on and people are paying attention closely to the international players. And NBA, NBA is also in, in, the verge, in the verge of expanding NBA as well. Yeah. So now if you, if you, you know, again, sorry, just I'm, I'm going on a tangent right now, but just, just to come back on the face of the NBA, um, I, think, I think we can all agree and attest that Giannis is, is, <laughs> is the person for, for our pick and mm-hmm. we, we all made some valid reasoning as to why. Um, and I think you know to your point, Ryan. Uh, the way you were talking about his his uh, you know his his demeanor in, in the court and what he's able well, to well on and off the court, yeah, on and right? off the court. And uh, <laughs> the one thing I do agree with you is uh, is the fact that being the face of the league doesn't mean you're, you're like you're just you're just about basketball. It's also yeah. bigger than basketball. Exactly. And the way Jordan was the face of the league for so many years is because he he brought the game he brought NBA to to people's eyes right and then LeBron brought brought it don't forget Kobe yeah Kobe was there but he he didn't have Kobe had it Kobe had it Kobe had it he was he changed the league the the reason I said it debatable was because Kobe was the face of the league until the 2010 I think from 2010 onwards it was LeBron so when when we say he wasn't winning he wasn't winning he was only he won five championships in 2010 he was he was only winning and I disagree. When, when he I had strongly Shaq, disagree. When he had Shaq, we can get into that debate. Well, what about the LeBron only won when he had D Wade and Chris Bosh and the Kevin Love absolutely, and Kyrie Irving? <laughs> so no, no, right? that's okay, that's we're, we're going into a tangent. Yeah, but yeah. here's the thing: Kobe dominated. <laughs> if you're able to score 81 points, yeah. win five titles, 100. Let's let's not go to down that path. 100. But, but I'm talking about the impact impact you had as a, as a, as an individual and outside of basketball. But LeBron had more of an impact than than any other player other than. Jordan. But in the 2010s, though, until I, the 2010s, LeBron did not win. Anything to be here's the thing. It's not about winning. It's here's the thing. about impact. When impact. you're talking about bigger just than basketball, impact. right? But impact. But Kobe had an impact. It was just in a different way. LeBron's era is more of like let's do on the social media era. Let's yeah. have a personality. Let's give back but, to the community. Yeah. But I think Giannis, what he brings to the table is he 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 has that story that it's like I came from. Being on the streets asking yeah. for money, yeah. to raising, I have three brothers with me, a mother and a father he from Nigeria a, to Greece yeah. to the United States. Like yeah. he has that story. He has a compelling story where, sure. where no one believed him. And he's not like he came in as a number one pick, right? So that's why yeah. I believe Giannis has yeah. the pieces to be the face of the 100%, 100%. I think, I think in terms of his game though, uh, he is definitely a dominant force. He's able to get a bucket. He's a bucket getter. Uh, no question. However, I think he does need to improve on a shot. If he can perfect his shot, he's only 24, man. Like, I mean, he has, his sky's the limit for him. Yeah. If he's able to improve his shot, if he gets his three right, if he gets his mid-range right, uh, mid-range right he will probably be the dom- most dominant player in the league has, that has ever seen. You know what? I'm very excited to see Luka versus Giannis in the future, man. I know we talk about Luka versus Trey because they were yeah. in the same round, but I think a, 
Luca versus Giannis yeah, is going to be a story be, for the for next sure. six sure. to ten years because sure. they're in that Luca's right. twenty, Giannis is twenty. They're in that era, right? They're in so, that era. They're going to yeah. be the new yeah. age of basketball, like rivalry of like LeBron, KD, or LeBron, mm-hmm. Steph, or Kobe, exactly. Tim Kobe Duncan, LeBron. Kobe, LeBron, Kobe, yeah. Tim Duncan. Maybe right. Kobe, LeBron's a more accurate because Kobe was a bit older than LeBron. Exactly. So exactly. I think Luca, Giannis are going to be that new age 100%. rivals. Yeah, they're four years apart from each other, right? They're so four years apart from each other, and their skill level is already up there, and you and they both have. The personalities like Giannis is more fierce, while Luca's more like you know, like uh, more fun, uh, like uh, fun going and outgoing, yeah. funny type right, of dude. Right, right. And I'm really excited to see where that that whole rivalry starts yeah. and where it goes. I, I I mean I want to see these players be more consistent, mm-hmm. right? And Luca, I still think it's too early to see to say that he's one of the best. Um, I feel like you have to give him a, a year or two to continue this dominance to really put him in that category. But I think Giannis has proved himself. Um, and I think Luca's on the verge too. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if if we were to just kind of dive into the personalities, right? Yeah. Uh, let's make it a little bit more interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we talk about face of the league, we 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 think about personalities too, right? Jordan has a personality. Kobe yeah. had a personality. LeBron has a personality, right? A very dominant one. I'm really fact. sad you did not mention Steph as a face of the league Steph, at all. No, Steph. Steph is. It's just Go, going by your <laughs> argument of impacting the game. That's true. Steph has done Steph, the Steph, most impact from 2016. Just putting it out there. No, that That's is true. true. That is true. Steph. Steph definitely def, definitely deserves a lot of credit, uh, and. Um, and yeah, absolutely. He 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 changed the league for a lot of young kids. I think he made the three three ball game more avid than than any any other. The NBA other, is the way yeah, it is right now because the way of Steph. because of Steph. Yeah, and a lot of shoot, teams are shoot, shooting threes and they're playing fast game. So a lot of hats off, you know, to to Steph. But but if you were to take Steph, still kind of new into the league. You know, even though he's been around for what ten years now, he's still. Kind of the new guy, the superstar uh, stuff. The superstar stuff, yeah. Um, but if you had to look at the personalities, uh, Giannis versus Luca, right? If we if we're, if we're all saying it's gonna be either Luca or Giannis, yeah, Luca or Giannis. Um, I think me personally, in terms of personal personality dominance, I think it would be Luca. Just because he's, uh, I feel like he's more outspoken. Uh, Giannis can be, but if you you have to ask him questions to get him talking. Uh, but um, just from what I see now, uh, from a global impact, I, I do feel that um, both will have equal impact because they're both from different parts of the world. They're both international players, and they both have um, a huge fan base from bo- both of their respective countries. Um, now, now, what do you guys think? Like, do you think that? Outside of the basketball realm, in terms of personality and what they're going to be advocate, advocating towards, whether it's you know starting up a school or being involved with charity or you know giving their money away, I, to I think it goes bigger, comment, bigger right? than that. Right? Uh, yeah, it's just bigger than that. Also, but, like you know, just just impact in other ways outside of basketball, because that is also an important factor as to why you would be the face of the league as well, right? So, uh, what do you guys think from that regard? Well, yeah, just I, just knowing them for like. No, three, four years. No, I still think Giannis. I mean, yeah. we're in a day and age where it doesn't matter. Like, he, he has a... Yeah, he's not... English isn't his first language, okay? He learned it very late in his life, and he's still learning it. But I still think the way his demeanor is, the way his personality is, he's a family man at the end of the day. He gives back to charity. Nigerian descent, but also Greek descent. A lot of people don't know he's actually from Nigeria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Sure. Having that, yeah, that's why I think it's honestly, it's, it's one of the best stories you can hear from the NBA. Yeah, and it's sure. a feel good story. And I can give him nothing but respect overall. Yeah. 
Um, and I still think that over Luca. I still believe Luca. It's too early to put him in these categories. It's 16 games into his second year. Yeah. Give it some more time. Yeah, uh, I think to have the personality of the face of the league, you need to have somewhere in between Luca and Giannis. You yeah. need to have Giannis's fierceness, yeah. fierceness with Luca's like snarky personality and like yeah. that witty, witty kind of responses yeah. that he does. Right. You need a mix of both. Which I think one person actually has, and I, I, we completely, no, 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 that's, he's got LeBron, LeBron, which I think one person has, okay, you, you see, LeBron has that personality where he's like fierce, but also has that like witty side to Michael Jordan was the same, Kobe was the same, yeah, Michael Jordan wasn't wasn't funny, he was, no, Michael Jordan was cocky and he could be funny, right? Kobe maybe not, but I think one person who has that, we have not mentioned him, as a face of the league because he's been out of sight, out of mind. Zion Williamson. Oh, he could be. No, 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 no. I'm correct. We did not mention Zion yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah. He's so hyped. It's, it's hard for he us. He still to has to debut, right. and we can't talk about yeah, it because it's he hasn't hard to talk about him right now because he hasn't played a single. Listen, game but yet, just but based on the hype yeah, and totally. where people project him to go, totally. he could be in that conversation too. Right. But we'll see where that goes. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I hope he can meet his expectations. Yeah. <laughs> No, totally, and uh, I think I think you guys all made some good points today, and uh, uh, I guess we'll have to figure out and see how the league goes, and we can we can see we can look back in in maybe ten years or so and see who was right, who was wrong. Yeah, and, tune uh, into episode ten thousand of the Three Balls <laughs> yeah, Podcast. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But uh, uh, anyway, all to say, uh, thank you for uh, you know uh, being with us. Um, Another episode. This was a fun episode. This was really fun. I I loved our topics here. I I hope the listeners had as much fun as we had. Yeah, I think this episode we had the most fun just because it felt more like a conversation. And, uh, you know, and obviously who... For those who are listening, please you know give us feedback. This is something that's you know new that we're we're tackling and uh, a new journey that we embarked on, and uh, we would love your feedback. And um, yeah, hopefully you guys enjoy episode uh, four for the next time. And uh, tune in weekly. Tune in Three weekly. Balls. Three balls out. Three balls tuning out. Peace. <laughs>